Britney Spears has had a year and a half of freedom since the conservatorship ended. And there are big problems. I'm mortified. Her marriage to Sam in deep trouble. Britney got physical with Sam. People closest to her feared for her safety. An alarming recommendation. Keep knives away from her. As for her career, there's hope. This woman is probably still in the top five people. TMZ investigates Britney Spears, the price of freedom. Fellas, I'm ready to get up and do my thing. One, two, three, four. I guess this is the Britney y'all wanted. And this is the Britney y'all got. Hello, good morning, and welcome to Starwater 2.1, Knoxville's number one hit music station with the Mark and Kim Show 80. Fun loving degrees today. Looks like some strong storms will arrive. 60% chance. Thunderstorms, isolated strong to severe storms today. Warm start, about 65 now. Did anybody watch the documentary about the freedom of Britney Spears and the problems that it's causing? Either one of you? Could I haven't seen it yet. Find yourself in front of the television now. Did you watch it? No, of course not. <laughs> Just the tawdry headlines, of course. When you said you think this, you know, I guess this is the Britney you all wanted. Yeah. I, don't, I don't think anybody wanted this Britney. No, y'all were chanting free Britney, free Britney. People you remember that? People wanted Britney to be free, but Why? I don't think anybody wanted wanted Britney to be so you're telling me danger Brit- Britney or, now yeah. Britney now is better than Britney under a conservatorship I think you know, some people do believe that well, what do they know that's the truth I mean what do you really know about somebody's life and I think what you're seeing is it's playing out in front of you right mm-hmm. as we speak uh, as more and more Instagram crazy continues to happen well, Britney- now, has she been on Instagram lately I mean the, the less things I've seen um, I, I thought she came off again what I'm saying is up until the point she was on, while she was on Instagram, it seemed to be getting crazier and crazier. Yeah. And recently, according to the documentary, she's been flying off the handle and has attacked Sam physically. Mm. says here, now Sam's a big guy, so he just shrugs it off. And security's had to step in and restrain her on several occasions. <sniffs> Sam rarely even stays at the house anymore, so it's love on the rocks, I guess. But over the weekend, Sam posted a message on his Instagram story, seemed to be in defense of Britney. He didn't mention the TMC documentary uh, specifically, but he said, quote, absolutely disgusting that people, quote, went and told her story like it was theirs. Well, you think she's going to tell the real story? Someone's got to tell the story if it's real. I think Brittany tells what she thinks her story or exactly. what her story yeah. is from her perspective. Well, her perspective. It's her story from her point of view. But it might be warped. It might be warped. And, you know, you, you've got to think that even if her and her family were at odds about a lot of different things, you've got to think that the family at the very primal level has got Britney's best interests at heart. Even if, they, so. even if they were making money off of her, even if they were living off of her wealth and her fame and making her a product, I understand all of that. But she agreed to part of that. That's when you became a celebrity and a movie star and a TV, show, TV star and a, and a music star. You kind of agree to that, I guess. And so, uh, you know, free Britney. Free Britney. This is the Britney we get. And so uh, we'll see about the marriage, I guess. I'm just more concerned about her overall health and, and, and lifespan, yeah. lifespan at this point in time. And, what we're going to be afeard of, if you will, when it comes to the future for Britney Spears. So That's the thing. You want her to have her health and be in her best interest. Well, yeah. You want her to be well. Yeah, right. mentally. Yes, she needs the help, absolutely. Get, go get the help. All right, a lot to do today and a whole lot to talk about. We'd love to hear from you. we got a pair of tickets to Dollywood so you can ride the incredible Big Bear Mountain Roller Coaster. That's coming up this morning, 720-ish with her versus him, Mark versus Kim. And details on how you get to go see Charlie Puth live in Nashville. We'll give you details on that coming up shortly. 
Charlotte two point one, Knoxville's number one hit music station, Waffle House. Jonas Brothers. Four minutes after six o'clock on this Tuesday morning. Eighty degrees today. And we are expecting a lot of scattered showers and thunderstorms. About a sixty percent chance. Matter of fact, we might even be weather aware, everybody. We are weather aware. Weather aware, everybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, cools off for the rest of the week. Uh, we don't get really hot. Often on rain chances throughout the rest of the week. It's Mark and Kim show. It's 6.08 on Starwater 2.1, Knoxville's number one hit music station. Mark and Kim show, powered by the Uton Law Firm. Um, I could search the world over, the news, the headlines for the best digices of the day, but when the best digice is probably right here in, the own, in, in your own studio, you don't have to go searching for for the digice. Did you see that new man, Tyler Gann, who normally drives a... Uh, Nissan Altima. Has somehow been... I don't know what to say, gifted, because you're not paying for it. But you have been granted the use of a rental, fill in the blank? Challenger. Dodge Challenger with a... Hemi. With a Hemi engine. And it's candy apple red, too. I mean, it's like, you cannot miss it. Candy apple red. Let's not worry about the color so much, although that is an attractant. all the things. It's an attractant. The police love a red car. Oh, yeah. Especially especially somebody that drives probably a four-cylinder. Yes. Four-cylinder Altima, up to the eight-cylinder, bit of a rocket ship, Dodge Challenger with a Hemi engine. Is yeah. it the 427 Hemi the 392? Do you know which one it is? I have no idea. Okay. And, and, you and you're having trouble doing what at stoplights? You're having trouble doing what? When I'm at stoplights, I have issues like just going like a normal person. I just hit the gas and go. Did you not think about this when you asked the rental car company, hey, can I have a Challenger? No, not at all. <laughs> why did you ask? Why did you ask? Why did you ask for a Dodge Challenger? Because I'm not a sports car fan. Like I'm not a sports car guy. But so more, it's more something a, it's, about the Challenger. Well, it's more though. of a muscle car than a sports car. It's okay. not a sports car. It's a muscle car. Muscle car. I'm all not. Right. I'm not into those. Well, then why did you rent it then? When it comes to the Challenger, it's just something I love about it. That's okay. how it looks. Right. right. Well, you what's do, the difference between muscle and sports? I thought they were the same thing. No, they're not. Uh, like a Ferrari would be a sports. Yeah, that's a like well, that's a supercar. But yeah. you know, there's sports cars and there's yeah, muscle cars are different. Okay, mm. okay. For the woman who gave away a 1964 Four. Chevy Chevelle SS, yeah, yeah, doesn't of, of of course you don't know the difference between muscle car <laughs> and sports car because you gave one away in a divorce. I guess I'll never get over that, will I? Apparently not. Right. It only makes me wish I'd married you and been the one, the benefactor of her generosity. I want you gone so badly. Ooh, what can I do here to get maybe a nice little nice little muscle car on the way out? How bad do I have I'd to have be? to have a muscle car first, well, you yeah, know? Good point. Yeah. Um, so aren't you a feart that you're going to do something stupid? Oh, no. Oh, we you're are. not a fear. You, oh, yeah, even though, even that's though, the first thing you said when I was about to go get it yesterday. Hey, Please be careful. And, and, <laughs> don't be stupid. Well, okay, you don't need to be giving any driving tips. <laughs> well, okay. but you don't need because I am so stupid when I drive. I'm okay. like, don't be stupid. Remember that. Write that down. All right. I am so stupid when well, I drive. We all know 6, that. 11, 11 yeah. on May sixteenth. We all know that though. Point being, um, haven't didn't your girlfriend also tell you to do donuts? She did. When we were driving down the interstate, one of two things is going to happen. <laughs> one of three things is going to happen. You're going to do something, get a ticket. You're going to do something and wreck it, or they're going to notice something in the uh, the trip computer. they got a computer in that car that can tell what you're doing. Mm-hmm. And they, mm-hmm. no, yeah. I don't know what they can do to you for that, but it, maybe at some point, if you're spinning out, you're doing donuts, you're going too fast, they might just give you a little ring dingy do and say, hey, come on back and bring that thing because you, uh, you know, 
Yeah. You, you can't handle it. Bring that car here right now. Mm-hmm. And have me swap it out or... Just well, I mean, you don't you, you don't sound like somebody. You're already Jack Rat, Rabbit starting from the from the from the green lights. You're <laughs> on the way from picking it up. He's like probably dragon. Are you dragon? No, okay. it, like it was just like, and then that, and then I oh, just, that's all. And then I, and then I slowed it down. Um, but you watch. I didn't take off. It ain't over. Start with a two point one. Well, I don't know if we're gonna have to change all the music away. Well, I guess this was recorded by the weekend, who just legally changed his name back to his birth name. He is now Abel Tesfay. And that's it. The weekend is done. He has shed the weekend. Well, he warned us. And uh, mm-hmm. the music, anything you hear from this point forward, will be able to testify. Uh, or testify, excuse me. It's 624 on the Mark and Kim show. Well, I was told this couldn't happen. I think I was told right here it couldn't happen. And yet a teacher has done it with something from Trader Joe's. Okay. So I want to know how. We'll be back. David Gatta now. Baby, don't hurt me on Star Wars 2.1. Number one hit music station is Starwater 2.1. Mark and Kim show at 626 now. I asked right here in this chair one time about eggs. And what if one time, because my mother-in-law has farm fresh eggs. Mm -hmm. And I said, what if you crack one open one time and there's a chick in it? Mm -hmm. And y'all said, that ain't going to happen. I didn't say it wasn't going to happen. Well, I said but, I opened up a one one time and it had a, it had gray in it. I realized, okay, it's probably half a chick. Let me. I didn't say it wouldn't happen. Well, people call and said, well, store-bought eggs, it's not going to happen. <clears throat> Excuse me. And I, because they're checked and they were talking about how okay. the store-bought eggs, the way they fertilize, or the way, not the way they fertilize them, but the way they have them and stuff like that. Right. The, the store eggs, they make them and check them and all that stuff and put them under lights and make sure that that's not going to happen. Mm. Well, now a teacher on TikTok has gone viral because she got eggs from Trader Joe's and had three of them hatch in her classroom. You're not reading enough of it. She No, I've read she, the whole story. She fertilized them. She maintained them. She grew them. You can do this. You can take the top off of an egg, put a piece of cellophane over the top of it, and you can basically watch the the chicken grow. It well, they're talking really. about how it's possible but highly not possible is what they're saying. <laughs> a kindergarten teacher from California. Maybe, maybe not probable. No, possible. Well, the way they said it, I'll read it to you. This seems like another one of those dumb TikTok pranks, but no, this woman says, I absolutely did this, and she documented it on TikTok. A kindergarten teacher from California went viral on TikTok claiming that she hatched chicken eggs from a carton of eggs that she bought from Trader Joe's. In the video, she says she incubated nine of the dozen eggs along with three farm fresh eggs. Now, the farm fresh eggs are no surprise. The regular eggs, you can do this with regular eggs. All you need to do is fertilize them and then incubate them and then grow them and then guess what you get chickens she marked the trader joe's eggs so she could keep them separate so she knew that they were grocery store eggs yeah. three of the nine trader joe's eggs hatched she says that's wild since you don't know where they've been and how long they've been refrigerated and that's the thing because my mother-in-law is always telling me the grocery store eggs you know they travel and that's part of the thing too because but, but women freeze their eggs all the time for future use it's not a problem but this is different. Not really. These because are because the grocery store eggs, and that's one of the things they talk about. Is a lot of times they've never even been anywhere near a rooster. Okay. Do you, do you understand that this woman fertilized these eggs? She fertilized these eggs. This is a science experiment that we did in eighth grade, and Mrs. Uh, Mrs. Oh God, I forgot her name. We did this experiment. We watched. We and the, the baby died, but. We we did. You can fertilize these eggs. I never knew that. I didn't either. I yeah. didn't know humans could fertilize these eggs. Okay, that's actually pretty <clears> cool. <throat> According <laughs> humans using rooster matter can. Oh Lord, are you really? Come on. 
You, you, your husband grew up on a farm. How do you not know this? We don't sit around and talk about fertilizing well, you, eggs. But you make it sound like somebody called you out for not believing this. Well, guess any yes, you can fertilize an egg, and sometimes it can grow into a chick. She proved it. What's the big deal? <laughs> it what? is a big deal. A lot of people are you, saying it's a big if deal. You, if you follow the instructions, you could take your Food City eggs home today, and you could do it yourself. You According do- to agriculture experts, it is possible, yes. but generally not possible, to hatch a commercial egg. It may be not probable, but it is possible to do. I watched a guy on TikTok just the other day do it, and I, we had a teacher who did it in eighth grade science class. Most eggs sold in grocery stores are from poultry farms where the laying of the eggs has probably never seen a rooster, but as the egg industry moves away from battery cages to more humane practices like pasture-raised and all that, you can probably... Fertilize an egg, but if there's a very, very, very small chance. Yeah. I mean, I see guys doing it. It's happened. It's when was the last time you saw somebody On do TikTok. This? I just watched it on TikTok just two okay. weeks ago. All right. We'll be back. Ed Sheeran, who's talked about transitioning into country music. It's complete. The transition is now complete. This is on video being taught how to shotgun a beer by Luke Combs. <laughs> Is there that just a country thing? <laughs> yeah, just, you know, transitions. It'd be like it'd be like 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 Blake Shelton teaching Charlie Puth how to tractor or something like that. <laughs> just things you wouldn't expect to see. NF now, happy Starwater two point one. That's NF. I was happy. Happy on Starwater two point one, Knoxville's number one hit music station with the Mark and Kim show, where we'll be giving away Dollywood tickets. Here in just a little while, 7.20-ish this morning for her versus him. Mark versus Kim. Wait to call in. Play the game called The Feud today. And then you can ride the new Big Bear Mountain Roller Coaster. She and I will be doing it soon. That should be very interesting. You're a screamer, aren't you? I love roller coasters. No, I don't really scream a whole lot unless it's one of those upside down, you know, what is it? Heart curve things they do. I love those. Heart line rolls. Yeah, I love those. All right, listen closely. Sounds familiar, doesn't it? It's a typical TikTok video from a Taylor Swift concert, so let me ask you a question. Okay. It's a which is worse. Which is worse? Someone who stands there with their phone up recording the entire concert, looking at Taylor Swift on stage on their phone, or Aunt Maureen, who's now viral for printing out 81 pages the lyrics to every song, the entire set list for Taylor Swift's concert. And with a reading light, there she stands, reading along as the songs are playing. So Aunt Maureen can sing along. Nobody here in front of her watching the concert. They're all videotaping Aunt Maureen and her lyric sheets. Oh. Is it sweet? Oh, how cute. Is it stupid? Is it? There she is. There's Aunt Maureen, who not looking at Taylor Swift. She's not looking at Taylor Swift. She's reading the lyrics so oh, she can cute. sing along. <laughs> it's cute. How much how much time do you need before you go to the Taylor Swift concert? Before you can say, "Oh, well, let me just go ahead and see if I can, you know, learn some Taylor Swift lyrics." And is singing along all all of the songs with 81 pages of lyrics is that a necessity to be to enjoy the concert? If it helps no. her enjoy it some, I mean, I you went know. to a concert of somebody I'd heard of and never couldn't stand, and then fell in love with when I went to the concert. Didn't know a song they sang, but by the end, I was buying albums and learning. You know, you you, you pick up fandom while you're there. Yeah, yeah, you can do that. So what? She, did she she read along. She's what not focused she? on the show. You need to pay That's attention to I'm the saying. show. Yeah. Right. At least through a phone. She could have missed some of the entertainment value. Right. You know, some of the 
performance value, I guess. Yeah. Well, I don't know, but if she wants to sing along, if that's part of her enjoyment, I then guess. Then she learned how. What did she get the tickets the day before? I, I she didn't have know. no time to prep. Like, let me right. let, let me let me work through some Taylor Swift music here and see if I can learn the lyrics. Maybe they surprised her with tickets. You know, maybe her niece or something. So and here, Aunt Maureen, yeah. here's 81 pages of lyrics for you to and and clipped a reading light to the top of it. <laughs> Look, look, it's a reading like you like you read in bed with. Aunt Maureen's practical, if nothing oh, yeah. else. Come on, Aunt Maureen. <laughs> and everybody, look at everybody turn around. So she's, she That's became cute. a distraction is what she became. But they seem to be enjoying it. And someone should have told her that you can get lyrics on your phone. <laughs> yeah, really. But Aunt Maureen may not have been able to see that. She had already printed out yeah. MapQuest to get there. Too. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay. As Post Malone getting ready to drop some new music as of maybe this Friday, her, right? Uh, he's dropping a, a new single. Friday. Yeah, this Friday. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all are just champing at the bit. Excited. It's the Mark and Kim Show, 7 o'clock on the dot, powered by the Ooten Law Firm. Just want to make you weather aware for today. Scattered showers and thunderstorms isolated to severe strong storms later this afternoon. Looking at the uh, weather radar right now, we are completely clear right now. Nothing, to seem, nothing seems to be on our way anytime in the near future, but later this afternoon could get dicey. Forget your chance to see Charlie Puth live. The experience at Ascend Amphitheater Nashville, which is on May 27th. Listen to the new afternoon DJ, J-Dub, all day Thursday. He'll be handing out pairs of lawn tickets to Charlie Puth live experience every hour from 3 to 6 p.m. So there you go. From Knoxville's number one hit music station, Star Wars 2.1, where we this morning will be giving away Dollywood tickets. New Big Bear Mountain Roller Coaster. Even made the Today Show yesterday. How about that? Well, it's record, isn't it? It's the largest roller coaster or the no. longest roller coaster or something like that. Yeah. Double Fantasy, that's the weekend music, is performed by uh, Abel Tesfay. We better get used to saying that. It's 7 Eleven. On this Mark and Kim show, storms of, uh, arriving today uh, could be scattered showers and thunderstorms, isolated, strong, severe as well. Be careful. 80 for the high today. Her versus him, just a little while. Your chance to play for the Dollywood tickets. You can ride Big Bear Mountain. The feud is the game of the day on the way. And the hottest word in the, in the world of dating right now, hottest word. What's that? Is undateable. The discussions of who's undateable and why they're undateable seems to me to be a little insensitive to the undateable people. What makes someone undateable? No, there's a whole list. <laughs> I guess is the person who's closest to dating. Well, hell, you're actually dating. Yeah. Or, or you're in a relationship enough that you don't consider. You're not dating more than one person. You're just, you're with one person. Yeah. You're not dating. You're together. Right. Right. You may go on a date, but that's not dating. But that's a whole other discussion. You know how that goes. No car, number one. No car. No car slash undateable. Yeah, if you have to always go pick them up or your, their mom has to bring them. That's or if you're always issue, yeah. always renting a Dodge Challenger with uh, <laughs> with 300 more horsepower than you're used to and taking off from green lights and wondering where you can do donuts, you know. Yeah. That also makes a guy undateable. I when don't know. That. When he's burning up the rental car. <laughs> that Red might flag. make you more dateable. How about this? <laughs> These are undateable men, supposedly. Find it a little insensitive. Has two or more kids from at least two different women. And he's never been married to either. I could see that being a problem. Where are you in that realm? I have one kid. One kid with one woman. Yes. Okay. You're no Nick Cannon. No. If Nick Cannon was free, would that make him undateable? In my mind, <laughs> Nick Cannon is not free. <laughs> if he were free. What do you mean he's not free? Well, he's not free because he's got all those baby mamas and all those children. I'm saying if he was out of a relationship and ready to be dated, 
Is he well, undateable he, because he's got so many baby, uh, baby mamas? Yeah, all those baby mamas, I don't think he's ever free. Lives with his parents equals undateable. Yeah, I could... I could see is there that. an age though? That's what I was going to ask. You, you at what can, age? You, you know, if you're 16, you want to date the 16 year old that's still living at home. I think that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, unless you're 28. Right. right. Um, is your son undateable because he's 18 and living at home? He's still in high school. I think okay. that's okay. Mm-hmm. Only watches scary movies and his house is all scary movie themed. <laughs> Does people do people theme their houses? Now I can see if you have like a movie room or a place where you watch them. You might have a couple of movie posters based on the genre of films you like. Maybe I don't know, right? If you have a theater room, I think that's okay. Mm-hmm. But if your whole home is like you know, it might be a red flag. Yeah. Um, he believes the man should be the only breadwinner, usually while unemployed. Whoop whoop whoop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Undateable if he does not own a suit. Do you own a suit? I do own a suit, you but a, I do not wear it. Well, if you had to wear it, though, could you? Yeah. You, you have a simple black suit, right? Just yeah. You have one of them. Yeah. Okay. I do. Is yeah. You have to have at least one suit. Yeah, I right? think you have to have a, a black suit. suit just in case. Not just because somebody dies, because generally, if you need to go and dress up, it's always like it's like the little black dress, right? I don't think it even has to be a black suit, but it has to be a nice suit suitable for job interview, mm-hmm. funeral, wedding, yeah. you know, those and, things. And one real quick here. He has posted pictures of an ex on the internet after she broke up with him. Yeah. No yeah. more posting pictures. Yeah. Start with a 2.1. Fox number one hit music station. We come back. Her versus him will be the feud versus Marsha and Michael. For Dollywood tickets to ride Big Bear Mountain Roller Coaster. Right after Taylor Swift on Starwater 2.1. Her versus him, Mark versus Kim on Starwater 2.1 as we welcome our two contestants. One named Marsha, one named Michael. Today, Marsha and Michael are playing the feud for... A pair of tickets to Dollywood to ride the new roller coaster Big Bear Mountain with us, the Mark and Kim show. Just don't sit behind Kim. No, I don't throw up on things (laughs) like that at all. I love them. (laughs) Today's winner also gets put into a drawing to win a pair of Dollywood season passes. Oh, nice, nice. All right, Michael, good morning, sir. Good morning. Hello, Marsha. Good morning. Let's start with you, Marsha and Kim, working together here. First round, first point. Top five answers on the board, Marsha. Give me the most popular answer. Name something in a bakery that a baker might call his wife. Muffin. His muffin on the list. It is at number five. Kim, something in a bakery that a baker might call his wife. Honey bun. Honey bun. Oh, so delicious. At uh, number four on the list, three strikes to work with, three answers left. Marsha. Name something in a bakery that a baker might call his wife. Cupcake. Is cupcake on the list? Are y'all married to some bakers? I mean, look at y'all. <laughs> Pretty good. All right, Kim. Something a baker might call his wife. Sweet cakes. Is sweet cakes on the list? Sweet, sweetie, and sweet cakes are off the list. So those were all one. Sweets, sweetie, and sweet cakes were all at number three. One answer left and three strikes to work with. Marsha. Oh, gosh. Uh, Two seconds, Marsha. Honey. Honey. Uh, yeah. Honey. Did not make the list. Strike number one, Kim. Sugar. 
Is Sugar on the list? That is correct. Oh, oh she kills the round. She gets the first point, Marsha. Marsha has a point. Marsha, cupcake, sugar, sweets, sweetie, or sweet cakes at number three. Anything to do with sweets, effectively. Honey bun at number four and muffin at number five. Look at that. All right, boys, let's kick it off. Michael, for the two points of the second round, top five answers on the board. Give me the most popular answer. Name a reason someone might walk or ride a bike to work. Out of gas. Out of gas. I'll say gas at number three. Gas prices at number three. Gas slash gas prices at number three. Tyler, name a reason someone might walk or ride a bike to work. It's better for the environment. Is the environment on the list? Yes, the environment at number four. Wow, y'all are killing it. Three strikes to work with, Michael. Three answers left. Name a reason someone might walk or ride a bike to work. Exercise. Is exercise on the list? At number two, Tyler. Save money. Is money on the list? That kind of fell under gas and gas prices. That's strike number one. Michael, reason someone might walk or ride a bike to work. Vehicle problems. Vehicle problems. Car repair, car problems at number five. One answer left and two strikes to work with. Name a reason why someone might walk or ride a bike to work. Tyler. They live close by. Live close. Strike number two. There's a better answer. One strike, one answer. Michael, quickly. Two seconds. Traffic. You said traffic. Is traffic on the list? No. Girls, talk it out for this second point and third point. Um, flat tire. Maybe they don't have a car? Yeah, that's a good one. Time for discussion is over. Name a reason someone might walk or ride a bike to work. They don't own a car. Is not owning a car on the list? No, oh. it's not. Suspended oh. license hmm. at Ooh. number one. All right. All right, Michael has two points. Marsha has one. All right, Michael, you're in the lead, so you get to decide whether or not you want to play this or pass this. Name something you would do... Name, I'm sorry, name something you would pair with peanut butter. Do you want to play that or pass that? Play. Play it. Michael, name something you would pair with peanut butter. Peanut butter and bananas. Is bananas on the list? It is at number three. Tyler. Jelly. Is jelly on the list? It is at number one. Michael. Toast. Is toast on the list? Strike number one. Tyler, name something you would pair with peanut butter. Crackers. Uh, crackers on the list. Ooh, wow. Kind of a form of toast. That's strike number two. Michael? Two seconds, Mike. Jelly? Is jelly already answered is the number one. That's strike number three. Girls, talk it out for the win. Oatmeal. Oh, I've got this. Chocolate. Oh, yeah. The time for discussion oh, is over. For the I win, you name something. What? Michael's Michael's having a discussion. Michael, can we help you, sir? <laughs> no, I feel bad. I, I thought he said chocolate first. That was my fault. Well, let's just get to see if she can win the game right here. Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. Name something you would pair with chocolate. Oh, sorry, with peanut butter for the win. <laughs> it's chocolate. Is it chocolate on the list? Yeah! There it is. <laughs> It was the obvious answer, but it was a number four on the list. <laughs> There's a lot of discussion about that. Number one, jelly. Number two, honey. Number three, bananas. Number four, chocolate. And number five, celery made the top five. Wow. Things you pair with peanut butter. Michael. Oh, look at Michael. Tail tucked and running. Long, He's still discussing it. Long gone with someone else other than us. Marsha, congratulations. 
start with a two point one. That is two C favorite song. Seven forty nine on the Mark and Kim show. Listen, uh, afternoon DJ J Dub all day Thursday. Listen every day, of course, but Thursday specifically, J Dub is handing out a pair of lawn passes to the Charlie Puth live experience. He'll be doing his Charlie Live thing at Ascend Amphitheater in Nashville on May 27th. If you need a blanket butter, you know who to call. I'm a big fan. Um, not only of blankets, but of Charlie Puth. So, yeah, listen this, af- listen this afternoon for more details about how you can get to go see Charlie Puth in concert in Nashville. Coming up on May 27th from J-Dub in the afternoon right here. Knoxville's number one hit music station is Star 2.1. Just a reminder that the uh, podcast of the Mark and Kim show out every day on all the podcast apps, best found on the Star 2.1 app. And we sit around for 30 minutes after this thing is over and confuse ourselves with what we did on the radio and what we did on the podcast. So that'll be up on the internets all throughout the day. Check it out. Time shift the morning show anywhere you like it. And have you had some sort of run in with a bee or something? Yeah, through the years, I'm allergic to them, so I have to really watch. Okay. My brother had a big run-in with them. Okay. Well, I think you have a Facebook post up about bees. I do. Tell us about your battle with bees. All right. Have you battled a bee recently yourself? No. Okay. Is there a bee in your bonnet by any chance? Every day. Riches? Baby, that's not how this works. Five after eight on a stormy day here on Star Wars 2.1, watching the clouds start to work their way in. Some possibility later this afternoon. Isolated strong to severe storms, so be careful when you're out there today. It's bee season. I've got a story for you, and we asked to hear your story, so we're going to share some of them. All right. Bees. Bees. Stung in the face last time I got stung. Right. Uh, yeah. Swolled up this already swollen head. It's 806 <laughs> on Star 102.1. You're not supposed to co-sign that, but thanks anyway. It's chemical. It's chemical from Post Malone on Star 102.1. It's 809 on the Mark and Kim show. Well, it's bee season, and a mom got stung over 75 times mm. protecting her kids. Mm. Mm. she die? Uh, no, she didn't. Okay. And the kids are okay, too. So you, can you, if you're not allergic, can you die from bee stings? Yeah. Okay. I mean, if they sting you in the right places. Now, see. Well, what do you mean the right places? Well, if they sting sting you like in a, um, uh, not an artery, because that takes it away from you. But if they sting you in some place where the venom can get to you, yeah, whether you're allergic or not, because you can you're become. Telling me a blood, you, you see, but you're telling me that a, a, a vein and artery have the, like there's a. You're, I've never heard this before. That you get you get stung in a in a blood vessel, it some it somehow carries it to you. You can kill you. There was a doctor. I've here never in, even heard of that. There was a doctor here in even. town, a chiropractor who got stung by enough bees and became immediately allergic and died on the lake. Um, so okay. yeah, my brother's best friend became allergic to bees immediately when he got stung by so many. He pulled up a stick in the yard and got stung by so many All bees right. and became immediately allergic. I'm allergic to bees. I have to be watched for that. Did you know until you were stung? No. You did not know until you were stung? Mm-mm. Did not know. But aren't we all allergic to bee stings? If, if, I mean, we all react to bee stings, right? I guess in a sense, yeah. I mean, we're, we're all allergic. I mean, like, if we get stung by a bee, we have a, rea- we have a reaction. Yeah, you get a little bit of a, but that's a welt or something. But bit. I mean, I get, my lips swell wrong side out. My breathing gets cut off. Yeah. I get like hot irons have been set on me. I mean, in it's some case, bad. In some cases, I actually heard that Throats swell up mm-hmm. where they can't even, or close up where That's they can't what even I'm breathe. Saying, yeah, like where my lips turn. I mean, my lips get so swollen they turn wrong side out. Like, oh I mean, gosh, and my throat starts swelling up. I won't yeah. make any plastic surgery jokes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I won't. I won't. Well, I, won't. I haven't had plastic surgery on my lips, so well, <laughs> you, you can do what you want. Something to your upper lip. I, I yeah, I have yeah. I have shots to do that. Well, that's yeah. that's having plastic surgery on your lip. It's not plastic surgery. 
Injectables? It's injectables. Oh, okay. So there's a difference. <laughs> so anyway, this mom, there was bees came and attacked her. She got the kids in the SUV to keep them safe. Did bees get into the SUV, though? No, that's okay. why they were safe. And she got stung over 75 times. <laughs> the fire department had to come spray some kind of special foam to get the bees away. The kids were safe. She had to go to the hospital. Um, everything was fine eventually mm. with them. But the mom now has an allergic reaction, you know, but I, big time. So there, forgive me on this. So we're not all allergic to bees in terms of we all react to the venom when we get stung. Some people have different levels of, and then it at some point becomes like, oh, you're allergic to them? I guess so. I just thought we were all don't react well to the poison of the venom. Yeah, But, but it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I'm just, I'm, I'm stuck on this. But go on. I don't know. I'm, maybe everybody is allergic. I don't know. I was told I was allergic because I have an, an extreme reaction to it. And others do too. So... Hmm. And, and being allergic, like when you say allergic, like allergic to cut grass because something in the cut grass affects you. If you're allergic to penicillin, you take penicillin and you have a bad reaction to it. But we all, when we get stung, we feel the pain and we get swollen. Could just be a severe allergy. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, just curious. The fire department, by the way, posted tips for how you, if you ever get swarmed, and a lot mm. of the stories that we have on our Facebook page are about getting swarmed. Okay. Run in a straight line. Don't run zigzag. Cover your face and get inside, but don't jump in water. That's a myth. The bees will hover over, uh, over on top of you while you're underwater and wait on you and can still sting you when you come out of the water. All right. Any, what do you do when the bees form an arrow and a bow and arrow and they can, you know, like in the cartoons? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 24 on the Mark and Kim show, powered by the Uten Law Firm on Starwater 2.1, Knoxville's number one hit music station. I'll tell you about a honeybee hive that formed in a record time in one of our comments coming up right. about bee season. Bee season's upon us. Don't kill the bees. We need those bees. They're good things. Jonas Brothers. We never knew. Jonas Brothers, 826 on Starwater 2.1, Knox's number one hit music station. B season is here, and we ask for your comments on the Facebook page, and you came forth. Sherry says that for a few years ago, we had a swarm of honeybees start making a hive. We had a man who had beehives come get them, and it was amazing to see just how fast the hive started forming. She sent a picture, and you can go to the comments on our Facebook page to see these. And she said within an hour that this hive formed, and it's like three feet long. She mm -hmm. had a picture on there. Well, worker bees. That's why and they're called I worker bees. I could not believe that it formed that quick. And she said they had to take it off, but it was. This, she said they landed on the uh, the limb, and it just formed. And it was crazy. We're, we're, we're stealing the honey from them, though, right? Like the movie, the bee movie, Jerry yeah. Seinfeld. We're, st yeah. we're stealing that honey, right? Yeah. They need that honey. Well. We're not supposed to take too much of it, though, right? We need it, too. I, well, uh -huh. we don't need it. Well, for health reasons and stuff, honey does a lot for our body. Well, I understand too. that, but we have to be fair to the bees, right? Well, we can share it. <laughs> they, they, they can share. That's the point. I think we have to be careful how much we take. Brittany says, I was about 10 and playing at a friend's house. I ran over a yellow jacket nest in the ground. I was stung over 30 times. It was the worst thing <sighs> I've ever experienced. Uh, 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 uh. Um, and that was the day I found What's out. What's worse, a bee sting or a fire ant bite? Which was worse? Ooh, they're both bad. My wife is struggling with fire ants right now. Has she been stung by them? She's just out in the yard fighting them. Oh, it's all. Oh, <laughs> Standing up against them. 
<laughs> Jennifer says, my daughter was learning to drive. I was in the passenger seat. I told her I felt something stinging me around the back of my waistline. Mm-hmm. I yelled, oh my gosh, there's a bee stinging me. Her daughter pulled off in a, a subdivision driveway. She was facing the curb. Neighbors came running out, thought they had crashed. Oh boy. But she said, I had I had six bee stings. Around I was looking waistline. at myself in the mirror because you know me. And then I literally saw a bee land on my face and sting me the last time I got some so rain. you watched oh, it sting. I just like, well, I said, oh, wow, there's a bee. It just, and it got me. And it watched it, you watched yeah. it sting you. I just, it, why, I said, why is that bee on my face? <laughs> to sting you. <laughs> right, there you go. Karen says, I opened the door on my storage building and I was chased by a swarm of red wasp that had nested in the building. They got under my clothes and the stings are very painful. Mm. I fell to the ground and cried like a baby from the pain. Did she say wasper? No, did she you just said have, wasps. You say wasper. No, I don't. <laughs> I do not. I have never said that. <laughs> Uh, Yana says, my dog was attacked in my front yard by yellow jackets that had a nest under my porch. I had a shovel and swatted at them. Oh, yeah. Don't swat at the bees. My legs had more than 30 big welts from being stung. Lots of fun. I'm sure the neighbors thought that I was crazy running around the yard swinging that shovel. I don't think they could see the bees from that far. <laughs> By the way, the, uh, the, yeah, the crazy. But uh, <laughs> the, the difference between allergic reaction and anaphylactic shock has to do with the, the bee stings we were talking about earlier. Yeah. Like what's what? How are you considered allergic? If you go into anaphylactic shock, that's the worst thing that can happen. That's what the like the throat closing yeah. and stuff like that. That may not be just the results of a bee sting. No. So there's been some discussion about that online. Okay, and one more here. Uh, when I was a little, my granny had an outhouse. Well, when I went to the bathroom, mm. yeah, I got my oh. pants pulled down, took a seat. Less than a minute later, oh. I started feeling the sting and uh, got eight little stings on my little butt. Ran out with my pants down around my waist. Wow, that would be painful. Another thing, another thing you don't want to see from a distance. No. Start with a 2.1, Knoxville's number one hit music station. On the bonus 30 minutes of Mark and Kim show podcast today, where we sit around after the show and just chitty chat about everything. We're going to look into a Wall Street Journal investigation where they signed up on TikTok as 13-year-old children and what they were fed by the TikTok algorithm. Uh, you can believe it. You just won't believe it. Yeah. That'll be, that'll be our 30 minutes of chat that we'll have after the morning show is over. You can just jump on any of the podcast apps. Just type in Mark and Kim show, Mark with a C. Also, for those of you filling out a police report, make sure you just follow and subscribe and all the things you do so you can get the podcast anytime you want. And not a not a pandering statement when I say this in the land of Dolly Parton and Dolly Wood, but I just wish more people would be like Dolly, and we'll talk about why coming up next on the Mark and Kim show yeah. right here on Starwater 2.1. Alone, Nicki Minaj and Kim Petras on Starwater 2.1, Knoxville's number one hit music station. I, I don't I don't say the cheerleadery thing like you should if you're in East Tennessee. And I just love all things Dolly Parton because I do think but she's I pretty a, much do. Yeah, you do. And and there's nothing wrong with that. I'm just saying I'm being very specific when I say like Dolly is just she's so savvy and she's so smart and she doesn't get credit for her intelligence and her savviness because you know she's a country girl and she sounds a certain way and people in, from outside the South look at the South and they look down on us and so when you when you hear the the, the absolute street smart savvy nature of things like Dolly Parton turning down the Presidential Medal of Freedom again. Mm-hmm. Because what it really boils down to, yes, respect the office of the presidency. I am all about that. Oh, yeah. But if we remember that every office held by people that have been voted are held by politicians, truly. Yeah. You're, you're just, you're then effectively, when you 
reject the Presidential Medal of Freedom. You're rejecting being awarded by some politician. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of how she put it. She's on the Today Show. Um, it looks like they either got to Dollywood early or they cleared the park for Dolly and this guy to walk around. And um, It's kind of neat to see Dollywood empty and just Dolly and some reporter walking around. But they're walking around and she's talking about um, whether or not she would accept the Presidential Medal of Freedom. She didn't accept it from Trump. She's not going to accept it from Biden. Um, and she said, you know, politicians, because politicians. And she never takes a stand politically. And, and, no. uh, and others have done that. Like others have avoided the politics of things. And then they get lambasted. Like Michael Jordan does this. Michael Jordan doesn't show it one way or the other, politicians-wise. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mu- certain music stars, you never hear word one about their politics. Mm-hmm. But some people are so compelled, they don't seem to mind knocking off half their audience or alienating half of their audience because of they have a certain tol- political affiliation or they back somebody. But Dolly has never done that. Now, she, she has thoughts on things, and she'll tell you what her thoughts are. Oh, sure, but she just generally doesn't come down on one side <clears throat> of the political aisle. No. Um, she told this during an interview with Jacob Soboroff. She said no to Trump. She says no to Biden. Um, Jacob, she said, quote, greedy politicians, pe- present, past, present and past, they wouldn't know the truth if it bit them in the ass. Then he asked what politicians she's talking about, and she said, quote, all of them. Any of them. I don't think any of them are trying hard enough. They worry more about their party than they do about the people. If we do what we felt was the right thing rather than who's going to lose, who's going to win, who's going to look better if they do this rather than working from the heart, that might, be, that might solve the problem. You're yes. never, well, you're never going to get that because of the money it takes to get elected. The money it takes to get elected has to come from somewhere. And it certainly isn't coming from us donating to our favorite candidate. Mm-hmm. But it's she's just, so right. No, she's right. But it'll, it'll never change because you have people, you have special interests. Not to get too geopolitical or political science-y on you here, but when you have big pharma companies and you have big oil companies, and you have this lobby and that lobby throwing money at politicians, they're beholden. But that's beholden. why we don't get people who fight so much for the people, right. like she's saying. Oh, sure. They get in there and do what the special interests want because they want to hold the office. They want to get reelected. They want to, you know, have their glory. Oh, the power. We've and talked about this. Yes. Even as low as a county commission job. Yeah. If you will call it a job, but an elected county commission official. The, yeah. There's something about the power of even that mm-hmm. is so enticing and just mesmerizing and, and and just it must just you must be just drunk with any kind of power that you get in this world apparently so and then it just and people and what do they say about uh, absolute power corrupts absolutely mm-hmm. i love that phrase because it absolutely does it's why you have people that sit on you know in the presidency for 10 15 20 years 30 years in other countries and they're just completely corrupt and this mm-hmm. is why the country is falling off the way yeah. it is so dolly's just you know without being a cheerleader oh dolly dolly look you know she's just as savvy as they come she's very I smart mean, she uses her smarts what she's just as she's very smart and she uses oh, those uses, smarts use, i'm sorry yes but you sneezed okay cool no <laughs> just all right we'll be back Start with a 2.1. Charlie Puth live in Nashville. You may be going. J-Dub, all day Thursday afternoon, will be handing out pairs of lawn tickets to see Charlie Puth. The live experience starts 3 o'clock on Thursday afternoon. That would be the ticket giveaway, not the concert, just so you know. (laughs) Reach out. Reach out and touch us now by text at 865-656-7827. Post Malone getting ready to come out with a brand new album called Austin. I wonder if he'll just go back to Austin Post the way the weekend has gone back to Abel Tesfaye. They're all doing it. It never. Yeah, it might be the cool <laughs> thing to go back to your own real name now. Who knows? 
Doja Cat in Vegas. She loves the attention. She loves the spotlight. Don't we all to an extent? I was going to say, <laughs> perfect, perfect segue into Kim Hansen. I'm like, I'm all right for that. I was going to say, who was I talking about there? I got, I got lost in my own thought. Anyway, talking about Kim. I'm talking about Doja Cat. I don't know. Knoxville's number one hit music station. Weather on the way. Scattered showers, thunderstorms, isolated, strong to severe storms today. Be careful of that. I just want to say Martha Stewart is goals. Now, I know she's an 81-year-old woman, but yeah. we all hold, know who hold, Martha Stewart hold, hold is. On, hold on, what? Is goals. Martha Stewart is goals. She is one. Are you saying gold? Goals. Goals. Like what you aspire to be. Yes, what you aspire to At be. That age. She is 81 years old and she is on the sp- uh, cover of Sports Illustrated Swimsuit Edition. All right. Oh my gosh. She looks amazing. I wish I Martha felt. Martha Stewart is goals. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Does she score a lot on the like the pickup soccer games at the ball field? <laughs> she is scoring the cover of Sports Illustrated, one of four. Mm-hmm. Okay, there's four have multiple, covers. Right? Yes, and at 81 years old, and right, she, she looks, looks damn good. She does. Oh, oh my gosh! Not your, only your son who's cussing. Have it's you. you not seen her? Mm, I did see the. Co- I saw the cover. She looks now, good. Now I know she's got some draping and stuff, but she's 81 years old, and she's well, in a bathing suit, and it's plunging neckline, and it's nothing to be ashamed of. I mean, she. What do you mean looks nothing to be good. ashamed of? Well, you know, at 81 years old, most. What women are you trying start- to say about 81 year old woman? I'm just saying that at 81 years old, most women start trying to cover up their, you know, chest area and stuff because there's there's things you don't want to see. There's droopage. There's all sorts of things. Droopage. She looks good. <laughs> and she said to get ready for it, she did have to do some things. Yeah. Like she gave up pasta and bread for like the month leading up to it. Well, and I guess like, I'm not going to be on the cover of Sports okay. <laughs> That's what I thought. I thought I'm not giving up pasta and bread. Mm. But, I mean, I, 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 it's amazing. She looks really good. And she said, yeah, I'm really proud to well, be this, doing this at 81 years old. Stems from the, I guess, thirst trap photos that she did, the one coming out of the pool. Where her head was of, all back and she looked really good. Yeah. And she wasn't 81 then, but she's, I mean, right. she wasn't far from it. And this should make Tyler excited. She's a felon. Oh, so, yeah. I mean, I don't know if that turns you on or not. But, oh, for uh, sure. I think you like a that's good- That's my type, yeah. Good, you know, well, that or, you know, someone younger than yeah. 81. And when, oh, that's right. You have to flip the numbers around, 81 <laughs> or 18. I guess you have to flip those. It's got to be either side of the spectrum. That's right. Oh, so you don't mind the 81-year-old? Oh, no. Would you date Martha Stewart? If yeah. Martha Stewart and you bumped into each other at Trader Joe's, would you Would you make a move? I might. It'd be a career move. 81-year-old. It'd be a career move. <laughs> Charlie Puth, the experience. J-Dub, the experience. Every oh, afternoon. Experience. Oh, he's an experience. All right. Yeah. You would like to celebrate some experience with Charlie Puth? Listen in the afternoons, J-Dub, this afternoon, 3 o'clock. All the details about that. That's XG, Extraordinary Girls, and left to right on Starwater 2.1 to 944. Must, you must be an extraordinary girl if you were told, I love you on the first date. We're going to have a Facebook post up a little while, in a little while later this afternoon. It's going to say, how did you handle being told, I love you? On the first date, because there's an interesting stat about that. There's a disparity. Because 7% of men say they have said, I love you on a first date. How sweet. Yet, yet 20% <laughs> of women have, been, have said someone has told them they love them on the first date. Only 7% of men admit it. 20% of women said, no, nah, I've mm. been told on the first date, mm-hmm. I love you. So think about that. Sounds like the men are embarrassed that they've done it. Oh, they're not going to always admit that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cracking knuckles over there? No, it's my <laughs> pin cap. <laughs> thought you were breaking knuckles over there. Nope, it's um, my pin cap. Yeah, so that is um, that is a, 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 a question. And, and men, come clean, if you will. 
or even women, come clean if you've ever said, I love you, on the first date. Wow. All right? The first date. That's a lot. A first date. I think I'd run. Now, <laughs> like I told you, it was one car ride, which if you want to call a date, two people got out of that car and they were together from that point forward. But did you say I love you that first time? No, no. no. I came later that night. All you people want is more, 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 more. Gimme, gimme. More. <laughs> All right. This is uh, going to be one of those real podcasts. Not going to be real... Real funny. I, I don't know if either one of the two of you saw this thing. Uh, Wall Street Journal article um, about what people are seeing on social media at certain ages and what they're being fed by algorithms. And, and I, I'm going to state this right off the bat. This may be a, this may be a controversial opinion on uh, social media and, and teenagers and stuff like that. And specifically, the social media that is TikTok uh, that is part of uh, you know another country's portfolio. ByteDance is a Chinese country. And I believe, and this is going to back it up, this story from the Wall Street, Wall Street Journal, this, this um, investigation that they did, is that they are trying to, China, our enemies, China, Russia, whomever, um, and other, other powers, with, uh, inside and out, from within and without, okay, mm-hmm. in our country and outside of our country, are not only trying to divide us, but they're actually trying to kill us. And I think that the, the war, part of warfare, not necessarily, you know, tank versus tank or, you know, machine gun versus machine gun, it's psychological. And I think it's cultural. And I think that certain entities have figured out ways to defi- divide us. And I think that they've found other ways to kill us and to make us insane. And I think, I think part of what the TikTok algorithm does to young kids is killing them. Is this the diet of darkness thing that you're talking about? Have you seen this article? I have. Did you read the article? I haven't read all of it yet, but I saw it and and was very interested in it. Having not enough to read it though. Having a teen son. <laughs> well, I, w- I didn't have a chance at the time, you have but an adult I saw son. it. I've say I've he's still a teen. Eighteen is teen. He's in my house, and I'm still worried well, about the things he's reading. I understand and that, but eighteen and, is an adult. Just because is nineteen a teen? Yes. Because the number nineteen teen. Yes. Yes, that is still a teen. The number may be in the teens, but that doesn't be that means the person's an adult at eighteen. They're an adult. Okay, they're but no that's longer... still a teen. I mean, I'll argue with you on this all day long. Why yes, don't we go he's to the adult. TikTok stuff. Well, but still, he is a teen to me. All right. Oh, by the way, real quick, um, many many people during after last uh, yesterday's podcast about my problems, if you will, with uh, no. <laughs> with my OnlyFans count uh, being yes. being uh, throttled, or I should say suspended, because I may have peed in the shower and it may have shown up in the video. Uh, may have. <laughs> it apparently did. Every, every, single, every single text that came into the radio station, uh, yes, Kim, I'm a woman, and I pee in the shower, and I understand a co-worker yelled over the cubicle. I pee in the shower too, Kim. Yeah, that was a woman. Yeah, we were talking about it. <laughs> yeah. People pee in the shower. You, of course, don't. But that's another story. All right. Well, there were others who don't as well. But yes, the majority do. And I was I was shocked by that. I, I will say, it's yeah, a tub. It it's where you clean inside and out. That's why you don't pee. All right. In twenty, let's see here. A recent study found that researchers creating accounts of fictional thirteen-year-olds were quickly inundated with videos about eating disorders, body image, self-harm. And suicide. Yeah. Wow. In case this sounds familiar, a 2021 Wall Street Journal investigation found that TikTok directs viewers to dangerous content. 
Since then, TikTok has beefed up parental controls, bullshit, and promised a more consistent algorithm, but the new study suggests the app experience for young teens hasn't changed much. What is, I guess, it, you know, the, the number one battle of a parent, and I can't even imagine parenting a teenager that is not an adult at this point in their lives to try to protect them against all things that they have to be aware of. Like the battle you must have to fight as a parent between the teen, the kid that wants to be on social media because everyone else in their friend group is on social media, and then the responsibility you have to protect your child. I can't, I mean, I can remember certain things letting my children do on the very nascent internet, the very early inter, in, intern, intent, what am I trying to say? Incarnations of the internet, where like even something as simple as chatting online. Frightened me to death because how did you know who you're going to be chatting with? Because you don't. And it's even more now. Um, and I mean, and I'll tell you, even the people they know are can be so mean. I mean, they're thankfully, I've been very thankful that my son does not want to be and has never wanted to be in the thick of all the social medias. He truly wanted to just talk with his friend group. You know, yeah, and they've not they've been more interested in their gaming and talking about their sports and like the huddle group for his football team and things like that. He wasn't so much into unless there was an event coming up, like if there's a school event, they have school groups and things like that for the events that were coming up. But as far as just the social media in general and part of it was he said, Mom, people are just mean. And um, he goes, I don't want to be a part of it. And you, he would show me things that kids at his school, his supposedly, you know, protective Christian school were saying and doing on social media. Well, as you like to say, Christians drink also. And- well, Christians are people. I mean, I say that all the time it, just because because people would say to me, well, I hope you're not keeping your you, you don't, hope you don't think you're keeping your kid away from all the bad by going to a Christian school. And I've always said no. Hopefully, you know, he's getting a lot of the good stuff that we want him to get for that. But but kids are kids. Parents are parents. You know, you're not protecting them from everything by no means. Let me get uh, or by any means. <laughs> by no means either. Is that a double negative? I don't know. I don't care. People know what I'm saying. Um, What young people see on social media, let me continue this article. What young people see on social media can have a negative psychological impact on them. Numerous studies prove this. The simplest evidence I can find in my previous column about teens who developed physical tics after repeatedly watching TikTok videos of people exhibiting Tourette syndrome-like behavior. Mm. A, TikTok, a TikTok spokeswoman said the company has a team of more than 40,000 people who moderate content. In the last three months of 2022, TikTok says it removed 85 million posts deemed to violate its community guidelines, of which 2.8% were suicidal, self-harm, and eating disorder content. Removal of content reported by users will also be considered, quote, we are open to feedback and reviews and try to work constructively with partners, said the spokesperson. What scares me is that immediately the most, the darkest of the dark comes to your 13-year-old child or 15-year-old child when you finally decide, okay, fine, you can be on social media. And it's not just TikTok. Let's get this out no, of the way. No, it's not. The beauty standards that people are faking on Instagram, give an example, all the Instagram filters and stuff like that. Yeah. You know, you can just have fun with social media, mm-hmm. okay? And if you... I guess, follow certain people on social media 
or let's say even TikTok, you may not be exposed to the algorithms that mm-hmm. show the self harm. There's plenty of positivity on there too. I mean, all, on all the social outlets, there is positivity. Yeah, on exactly. There. I mean, I never knew that you could take a bread loaf of bread in its baggie, twist it three or four times, and then fold the plastic back over the top of it, as opposed to using a little chip clip or something like that. You're right. It's just you didn't full know of, that. It's full of positivity. Of course I knew. That. <laughs> I was going to say just, what? It's just no. It's just one more. It's one more thing that people they think of this, we're just discovering of this generation mm-hmm. are just realizing. Wow. Wow, that's really cool. <laughs> Did you know you could do this? Uh, we've known this since 1982. Yeah. Thank you very kindly. The Center for Countering Digital Hate, a nonprofit dedicated to stopping the spread of online hate and disinformation, tested what teens watch on TikTok. Last August, researchers set up eight TikTok accounts that appeared to belong to 13-year-olds in the United States, the United Kingdom, Canada, and Australia. For 30 minutes, the researchers uh, behind the accounts briefly paused on any videos that were shown on the platform's For You page about body image and mental health and tapped the heart to give them a like. TikTok almost immediately started to recommend videos about suicide and eating disorders, Mm. the researcher said. Videos about body image and mental health were popping up on accounts For You pages every 39 seconds. After researchers published their findings, many of the videos they reported disappeared from TikTok. Many of the accounts they posted, the material, though, remain. These reports include more videos promoting restrictive dieting and talking about self-harm and suicide. And I don't mean talking about self-harm and suicide in a way in which to prevent it, but people who are not necessarily advocating suicide, but but kind of con- the kind of content that makes people feel bad about themselves and then and then homes in on what you're looking at in other situations and then finding more content that would make you feel worse about yourself. And let's talk about this for teens or anybody for that matter. It doesn't even have to be teens who are already feeling insecure or down about something, or um, have had an argument with their friend group, uh, which it tends to be a friend group. It's not always just one person and one person. You know, friend groups go turn against each other all the time, or, you know, three or four of them against one, or two against two, or whatever. And, you know, a lot of times the teens think, well, nobody likes me. Okay, even if it's just one person who is they're having problems with, they, they immediately go to, nobody likes me, I have no friends. You have a seven-year-old. Yes. Does he have a phone yet? He does not have a phone yet. No. All right. Does he have any? Like, does he hound you for a phone? Does he say, "Dad, I want a phone. I want he, a phone." Um, I, he does have an iPad. He does have an iPad, and um, I'm try to limit. Okay, so what? That he has access to the internet through a yeah, personal yeah, device. Yeah, but I, I keep a close eye on what he's looking at. If are he's you done with him twenty four seven? No, not twenty four seven. Usually, uh, usually at his mother's. Okay, what I'm saying though is how much actual control. Do you have over what he scrolls? Is he on any of the social medias? Can he be at seven years old? No, and I, I, I mean, what his mother decides—that's different. But I, I refuse. Well, should to you guys him. discuss? We haven't yet, but I wouldn't want him on any socials. Yeah, yet. but I mean, if you're if you're co-raising this child, I would assume that at some point you better have the discussion. Hey, what's your thoughts? Or you just you can't be that communicative at all with that. Ex. Oh yeah, we can. Okay, yeah, we communicate because I mean, I would think the best interest of the child. Now, is she someone who is social media savvy? Is she somebody that's always on socials? And uh, She used to be. She's not anywhere okay. near like she used to be. But uh, Maybe it's a discussion you need to have before he gets into those years where he's begging for a phone and wanting to be on social media and stuff like that. But now she has told me that he tends to look up certain things on YouTube. Like what? Um, like boobies or stuff like that. So I've been, I've been He's looking to, up seven years old. Yes. 
So That's been, not unusual. So I've been hold on trying seven to years old, and he's looking up boobies on YouTube. Yes. What can you find on YouTube? And when you <laughs> no go to YouTube idea. right now and type in the word boobies, I'm on the work Wi-Fi. That's not unusual for boys. <laughs> Well, I was a boy too, Kim. Well, I know, but I you, still am. Well, I know, and I love boobies, then but you I don't probably remember. Probably except- know, but you didn't have YouTube at your. I had uh, my you know. father's Playboy magazines. He thought he was hiding in the basement pretty good, but that's he wasn't. what I'm saying. But I don't you think had- I discovered those till I was about eleven or twelve. Well, but you boobies. had you discovered them, you probably would have looked. Um, I mean, kids kids are more advanced now. I have to All say. Right. All and, right, what are you finding? I actually saw some. I'm going to get off of that. So, well, <laughs> some actual boobies. Yeah. Naked boobies. Yes. On YouTube. Yes. I thought there was nudity controls. I thought you didn't see nudity on YouTube. Now, you can set controls for it. No, no, no. What I'm saying, just generally speaking, I'm going to yeah, go to my I, phone I, right I, now. I, I used to. I'm going to go to my phone right now. And I, uh, at one point, I swear, YouTube <laughs> used to not have content like that. Well, there's YouTube Kids or Kid YouTube. Mm-hmm. Boobies. And, and we have to set the controls, oh. though. But, but we have to remember also that we've been talking here on this program about how we have to set the controls and we have to be aware of what the kids can get to. Yes. And the kids are more savvy than we are about, you know, than a lot of parents about what they can get to. Hold on. Nat Geo Wild, the blue footed booby mating dance. I'm going to watch that this afternoon. There okay. it is. And Remember National <laughs> Geographic at the school library, and yes. you know what's the first thing the kids and went it would to? be on the cover. Yeah, what's well, the first thing? There was thing never the any naked to? tribal women on the cover, but inside the magazine, mm-hmm. you might you may have seen your first set of boobies. Uh, yep. I did at uh, in fourth grade when the National Geographics, which yep. by the way, I wish I had stolen all of them because they were such collectors' <laughs> items. Now, my school, <laughs> I'm not mistaken, my school, I remember at one point had National Geographic magazines back to the I want to say 1800s, like late 1800s. See, really, or early 1900s. Forgive me on this. I'm having a brain fart. Was there National Geographic in the 1800s? I see Ricky Research's fingers flying over the computer pad there. Yeah. Uh, The first issue of National Geographic was in, uh, excuse me, 1888. And it contained no photographs and cost 50 cents. We had them on our shelves. Really? At Washington Lee High School in Arlington, Virginia, growing up. By the way, did you know that I went to high school with a guy named Peter Goldseth? And so... You were waiting for something else there, weren't you? I was. I was. (laughs) Yeah, he was the one who had the gun held on his head in my ski club photo. Yeah. The same ski club photo that also has Betsy Fee standing in front of Peter Goldseth. And Sandra Bullock, who you show all the promotional assistance. I did not. Have not. You're lying. I didn't bring it up. You brought it up. Yeah, but I've heard it it brought up before. Well, whatever the case may be. So, yes, old National Geographics we used to look at for boobies, but I didn't realize you can get naked boobies on YouTube because I think Tyrone on Phones explained to us one time which social media had nakedness and which didn't. And I think he said Twitter had nakedness. Yes. Snapchat nakedness. Yes. But Instagram, no nakedness. That's correct. And I thought YouTube, no nakedness, but... Maybe my wife has gone into my phone, or the, <laughs> maybe you have parental controls. Parental controls on my phone. Uh, back to the seriousness that is this TikTok and other social media is causing so much hate and so many problems in the world. Uh, this can, this article continues. The Center for Countering Digital Hate shared with the author their full research, including links to 595 videos that TikTok recommended to the fake teen accounts. Also, reels were provided with all the videos, some of which were no longer available. After a few hours, I had to stop watching. 
if the rapid succession of sad videos made me feel bad, how would a 14-year-old feel watching this kind of content every day? One account is dedicated to, quote, sad and lonely music. Another shows a crying teenage girl in each video with statements about suicide. One is full of videos shot in a hospital room. Each of the hospital videos contain text expressing suicidal thoughts, including, for my last trick, I'm going to be a disappointment. Users have come up with creative ways to bypass, bypass TikTok's content filters. For example, since TikTok doesn't allow related content to suicide, people use a sound similar to sewer slide or write attempt and leave the rest to the viewer's imagination. Eating disorder video creators have also evaded TikTok's filters by using, like, like you, see, you ever see the word, like when people are putting text on the screen and they say the word sex, they spell it S-E-G-S or S-E-G-G-S. Mm -hmm. or uh, so Because I think TikTok is trying to find words that people print and then disable the video. So people are just easily working around those cursing filters. Yeah. At the same time, they're finding ways around getting content into your children's eyes that are detrimental to their health. I mean, literally detrimental. To if somebody attacked your child in the street, you would fight them to the death. Would you not? Yeah. Yep. You would fight them to the death. And and if you're just letting your kid have a phone and scroll all the social media and you don't give a damn because you're doing the same freaking thing yourself, then what kind of parent are you? And what kind of what what are you what are you expecting from your kid that would make their lives better than your own? Because I think we all raise our children hoping that they get a life better than I got, than you got, than you got. Yeah. Right? Isn't yeah. that what we're all praying for and hoping for, that we're able to raise our children so they can have a better life than we had? And then here you are, acting the fool on socials, only to wonder why your kids are doing the same thing? Who? Oh, kick that soapbox out from underneath of me. I'm standing tall. You're, you're, you're in a daze. Hello? Can I yeah, help you? It, it just, all this, all this just really upsets me because I, I know teens who, who live with anxiety and depression and are treated for it. And you think about them, if they're the kind that are on social media all the time, how this is affecting them, even though they're trying to get better through counseling or medication or whatever they're trying to do to get to a better place. And that this is fighting against everything they're doing to try to get better. And I just... It's dragging them down, and it and it's hurting them. And they're, why do you, yeah, they're, why do you, yeah, most kids, kids with mental issues now that didn't exist beforehand. This is social media driven mental stress, anxiety, and all the things that have kicked in. Well, even if it's not driven by this, even if it's if it's a chemical, um, I mean, if th there's real there's real anxiety, there's real depression. I'm not saying that these kids that it's caused by this, but it's certainly by the social media. By it. But some yeah. can be, some can be caused by this too, because so many things can be put into teens' heads, and they think, well, maybe this is me, and maybe it builds, this it is, builds, it builds. Yeah, yeah, because they're not developed yet; their brains aren't developed. You know, their brains aren't fully developed until they're. 25 and, and a lot of people aren't developed then you know i don't think i was no well you your know? brains may be physically developed but but maturity is a whole exactly thing. I mean, exactly I, I there's so much you, more to do and it was late just, 30s early 40s before i had any sense of maturity whatsoever exactly. I, mean, I already had all three of my children by that point exactly in time, still had immature thoughts and actions and deeds and all sorts of stuff that i needed to straighten out and so it says what can parents do and some of this may sound cliche, and some of you may think this, uh, what are they, you know, how can we really do this stuff? It says, watch what your kids see. Well, see, that to me is a statement that's so easy and so cliched. 
you're not with your kids 24 hours a day. And if you put a phone in their hand or an iPad, I mean, you're splitting hairs there, but it's an iPad, it's yeah. a device that connects to the internet, because I'm sure that iPad connects to the internet, yes. okay, then you cannot literally watch everything they do, because I'm certain he is. you're not around and your baby mom is not around when he's searching boobies on YouTube. Yeah. Right. And I, that's when I so have that's to what I'm saying is you cannot pardon? That's when I need to trust that his mother will try but, but her best that, to pay attention. But it's also your talk that you have, hey, you're not ready to see naked naked bodies on the yeah. internet. Have yeah. you had that conversation? And I'm the one that she asks me and that's when the communication comes in, hey, you need to sit down and have a talk with him. Have you had that. that talk with him? I have had that talk with okay. him about Does he still about search out boobies on YouTube? I have not seen it on any of the searches or anything right. like that. Does he want to borrow iPad. any of my National Geographics from the 1800s? <laughs> because that's educational research. But here's the other thing. Even if you do not put a phone or iPad in your hands, in your child's hands, somebody in their friend group, somebody at school has a phone or iPad yep. or some kind of device. Yep. Yep. And they'll sit at ball practice and they'll sit at whatever because any chance they have with a device, they'll sit in a huddle around each other in the stands, on the playground, and they have that device and they watch it together. And you think, oh, they're watching a game, they're watching somebody, you know, no, play something. Right. Well, but The that, booby game. <laughs> but that's the thing. And you hear them laughing and you think, oh, they're just having fun. They may be watching boobies on YouTube. You don't know unless you go over over and somebody watches you even if you try to watch them 24 7 which you can't do yeah. they and, may have another device on and you that, know, that might be just as socially debilitating by being too much of a parent exactly i mean the, the fine line is such that it's hard it's, it's it's not even hard i mean hard is not even the word for it it's it's it's, it's almost impossible you try to be a good parent you watch everything but then you may be watching too much and then i mean it's it's really hard to know what the right amount of but it's also overseeing is when people when kids are exposed to things that they shouldn't be there's sometimes a change of behavior yes. that helps you figure out they're seeing something that's bothering them or mm -hmm. encouraging them or enlightening them yes. in ways that you, that will leak out of them. Uh, here's another tip what parents can do. Set up family pairing. Parents can set up their own TikTok account and use the app's family link to restrict age-appropriate content and limit the time their teens spend on the app. Now, I know I, I, I shill for Comcast. And I know that with the Wi-Fi in the house, you can set up profiles so that certain phones don't get access to, to, to the Wi-Fi mm -hmm. when, uh, like, certain time limits and stuff like that. But you keep in mind that unless you switch their phone over to airplane mode, which not only takes off the Wi-Fi, but also takes off the cellular connection, Wi-Fi may be disabled, but cellular connection still happen. And guess what comes through the cellular connection? Yeah. Data, which mm -hmm. is from the internet. So mm -hmm. you have to really watch. But I don't know about, I don't know anything about this family pairing thing on TikTok. If you've got a teen and they want to be on TikTok or on TikTok, uh, then ask them the question, hey, help me set up this, this link account. So that we can monitor what you're doing. If they got a problem with that, as a teen, no, mom, I don't want. Then, mm -mm. then, hey, then snatch up a phone, yeah. you know, because while they may huddle around their friends and watch boobies on YouTube, um, obviously they'll have more. There'll be less time they can be on it if you snatch away their phone because they don't want to be part of a family mm -hmm. link or whatever. My son always knew it was a rule from the beginning. Um, you know, if you asked him whose phone is that, it's my parents. They let me use it. 
you know, from yeah. the beginning. Now, this was, is also the same moment he didn't realize her son had a cussing club that he was involved in. He so. didn't have a cussing club. You always said he did. You also didn't know that he was um, vaping either. He told us he was. But he didn't tell you before he did it. He told you after he did it because he probably thought he was going to get nailed for well, it. Well, he didn't think he was going to vape. It wasn't like it was a predetermined thing. It happened and he told us that very same night. He said, I vape. But he also revealed to you right here on the radio that he's been cussing for years. And you were like, Eli, you have not. And he's like, yeah, mom. When he was older, but it wasn't when you th- said he had the vaping club. I mean, the no, cussing the club. The cussing club, he had as early as 11. He did I not have a cussing club. 11 years old. He did not have a cussing oh club. My gosh, I remember exactly where I was at 11 years old playing like my first year of Little League Baseball, and we cussed like crazy no, at 11. He did that not. Was not you he right did there. not. He was, a, he was appalled by that. Because you remember, oh, you have been he even said in over here. Your, wool over your eyes, No, girlfriend. he cusses now, and, and you know, there's. That's his prerogative. But there's certain words he does not say around me. And he he knows that I don't like them and he does not say them around me. But he cusses now. Um, but he, I mean, you think he just picked it up in the last too. year or so? No, I know he's he been has, doing it since he was 11. But we, no, when you were saying it, he did not. And oh, he I, told you right here he didn't. And he told me, but when he started, I mean, I knew he was doing it when he started. And he look, was older. We're, we're all just understand this because I got the wool pulled over my eyes by my children. And I found out later on in life certain things were happening that I didn't know. No, I know so, he does I was a lockdown father. Oh, we're perfect family. It's the family. Oh, of I five. don't say we're yeah. perfect. No, no, I'm just saying this is what I would say. Oh, and so, but I found out that you know the girls weren't as prim and proper and as pure as I'd hoped that they were. Oh, I know. And I just want not. you to know that no matter what you think you know, you don't know everything because we've got a couple of boys here in the studio with you that mm-hmm. can prove to you. Well, he's that, told me things, and I know that but doesn't I'm, mean you know everything. I don't tell them here, but you don't he's, know everything. I I think I do. He's uh, tells then me. you're absolutely naive. Well, you can say that if you want. I am he, saying that if I want because you're. I don't son, tell everything he tells me here because it's not mine to tell. But um, right. at the cussing club at ten or eleven, he did not have. He does cuss now. I know some things that he's done now. I don't tell them here. It's not mine to tell. But um, what did he rip his first bowl? When he what? <laughs> <laughs> Filter the feed. This is what more parents can do with TikTok or other social. Uh, media filter the feed. You, uh, users can filter out videos that contain words or hashtags they don't want them to see. If content cr- continues to slip through, teens can tap "not interested." Yeah, because that'll happen. And refresh the feed. Some teens have told the author that the feeds became so problematic that they closed their accounts and started over. Teens can now update their feed without creating a new account. Again, they have to be careful about what content they like or hang out at because new rabbit holes are constantly forming below their feet. Like I said earlier, I have no idea how parents of teens are doing it today. I have, you know, I just, you you almost got to throw caution to the wind and just trust that somehow, somehow, somehow the love you provide, the example you set, and I think that's a big one is going to somehow provide guidance for their lives and, and give them something. Because, I mean, there's I'm very interested in the, in the life of a three-year-old and a brand-new baby that will be born in August that, you know, my daughter raising a child at three, almost four now, um, you know, when you hear of kids at four and five years old having their first cell phones, I said that to my daughter the other day. I said, you know, four years old coming up, did you want Poppy to hook him up with his first cell phone at four years old as a gift kidding of course right of course i'm kidding (laughs) but she's just like you know eyeballing me like you better be kidding yeah um and it's easy to say at age four oh we're gonna wait till 17 to give him something or whatever because you just don't know and by the time he's 13 which is what nine ten years from now um 
you know, who knows what the technology would be if, in fact, phones are even a thing in 10 years, if it's not all just implanted in our head or, yeah. <laughs> or we all have vision glasses that we, you know, can look through and gives us our heads up vision on everything or artificial intelligence has taken over by that point and there is no us other than what is a cyborg. I mean, who knows what the future holds, but there's no way to predict it. Well, and- you know, we said we were going to hold off until... Our son was 13, and it was hard to hold off till he was 13 when we were raising him. But you didn't. You, you gave, he got one earlier than 13. No, he didn't. He was 13. He got it on his 13th birthday. You said we would give it to him. No, early, you but said, we did okay, not. that's what it was. It was 15 when you first started out. No, I said 13. I, I don't know if I've still got the sheet or not. You the said, sheet. you said, yeah, we had, because we in this room, you said, oh, he'll get it before then. And I said, no, it'll be I 13. You said 15 at the very beginning. No, we said 13 because it was when he was going to be, when we weren't going to be with him all the time. Because it was when he was in middle school and we okay. were leaving him. Because in elementary school, a lot of his friends, a lot of his friends, almost if not all of them, had phones before then. I think mm-hmm. I just figured something out. What's that? So there's a trend right now where 16-year-olds aren't dying to get their license the way that I was and Kim oh, was. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. And you. They don't care. They don't care. You know why? They've already had their coming-of-age moment. See, getting the car's license, getting the driver's license at 16 was our absolute coming-of-age moment. Yeah. yeah right? That's a big deal. Oh, yeah. The now, the new, and the latest over the last decade or more coming-of-age moment is getting your phone. Yeah. That's yeah, even more that. than getting your license. It's more important to kids today to get their own phone mm-hmm. than it is to get a driver's license. And that's, that's why your son, your son didn't even get it till 18 or 17, right? He was 17. 17. His driver's yeah. license, yeah. His my driver's bro- license. My brother, uh, he actually was the same way. He didn't. He was in no rush to get his And how old uh, is he now? Well, how old is his kid now? Uh, he's 15. He's no oh, rush to get what? No, he's 16. Well, then he can get his license now. Yeah, but I'm saying he he was in no rush. His mother had to force him to go get it. Like he he just wants to play video games and wants to be on his phone all day. And some of them don't get it until 19, 20, 21. We I mean, when we were talking about Eli not getting his at 17, you know, and yeah. I'm like, you need to get your. We're not driving. He got his first job. We're like, we're not driving you to work. Yeah, you're gonna drive to work. You're gonna do, you know. And it was like, well, no, I don't have to drive. Yeah, you do. And when I yeah, turned 15, I was. Already studying my paper, ready yeah. to. Oh get yeah, my I mean, it was a bit major coming of age moment for us. But kids nowadays who will overspend on delivery food, yeah. uh-huh. like spend thirty dollars for some simple McDonald's, yeah. will also spend thirty dollars on a ride on Uber, yeah. or they'll find the one friend in their friend group that drives at yeah. sixteen and will take them everywhere, and then just kicking gas money. Yeah. So I don't know the, the disposable income of the teenager anymore can buy thirty dollars worth of McDonald's for just a cheeseburger and some fries and a coke. Exactly. It makes it's just it's craziness beyond crazy because that's where they're they're not working jobs most of them. No, but they have they money. can't get to the job. Yeah. But they got all this money. Yeah. And they can just you know they can spend it indiscriminately on. It's stuff. just not a big deal to them. I, I just I, I I there was nothing. Nothing I wanted more. It was the freedom oh, I know. I was me. the same way. Oh my god! Just even being it was able just to go. exactly. Yeah. Even it was my mother would say, "Hey, we need so and so at the grocery store." I'm like, "Ah, okay, <laughs> gone. Uh, I'm I'll going." <laughs> and she say that because she knows that meant I got to drive. And, yeah. and, and 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 so. Oh yeah. I, I don't. So and um. So that was pretty much that article. So. It's scary. I, I don't have yeah. any advice. Like I said, it's scary enough to watch my daughter have to raise a, a three and a half year old, and what's coming next for him. Um, I, I just, I just hope and pray that love that you have for your children will somehow suffice. So I mean, yeah. that's cause that's truly, if you think about it, when it gets down to the very, very, very primal level of it, the base of it all is that 
All you can do is love them. And pray. All you can do is love them. That's the only thing that you know that you can give to a child. You can believe in prayer. I loved him and you, prayed you, a lot. You can believe in prayer, and, 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 I, and I pray and I believe in prayer, but there, there's, there's something more physical than prayer, and that's the actual loving of, of, no, of, your, of your child. So, you know, have fun. Good luck to you. Stay the freak off of these social medias. <laughs> And uh, God, I want to almost drop the F-bomb there. I wanted to so badly. <laughs> <gasps> but there you go. All right. Thanks for listening. We appreciate y'all.